What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome in to Duval Daily, presented by GenJag.com. I'm Jordan DeLugo. Thanks so much for tuning in here. Tuesday, February 28th, last day of February. First day of the NFL Scouting Combine. Doug Peterson, Trent Baalke spoke to the media earlier today. Didn't reveal too much, but that is to be assumed in these sorts of scenarios. But still always good to hear from the head coach and the GM if you're a fan of the Jaguars. And, and you can go check that out on their YouTube page, but... Right now, we're doing um, my pre-combine, what I would do, Jaguars 2023 seven-round mock draft. Fired up to get into it. Uh, Don't want to bore you with any unnecessary details or or over-explaining anything that's going on. I will say, entering this mock draft, we are assuming that Evan Ingram is back, right? All the signs have been pointing to Evan Ingram being back. Everything they said today makes it sound like Evan Ingram's going to be back. It really looks like we're trending in that direction. Uh, So we're assuming Evan Ingram is back. And we're also assuming that Arden Key or Dewan Smoot or another edge rusher is on the team. Like the Jaguars have a third rusher. It's not just Josh Allen, Trayvon Walker, and Caleb on chase on and Jordan Smith that they've, they've added either Arden key back to the roster, Dwan Smoot, maybe both, but we're assuming they have addressed the edge rush a little bit and that they have addressed the tight end position with Evan Ingram. And so we're going to go ahead and get into it. I ran this over on the NFL mock draft databases, Mock Draft Simulator. You can go check that out, nflmockdraftdatabase.com. I think it's one of the better simulators out there in terms of the user experience, so I enjoy using it. That's why we're on it here today, because this is my what I would do mock, and I wanted to use the simulator that I enjoy using the most. Um, All of them are going to have different issues, but I do really enjoy this one, so give it a look if you have not yet. Without further ado, we're going to go ahead and get into it right now. I've got the Jaguars in my what I would do. Again, I'm not predicting what Trent Baalke would do. I'm not predicting what I think the Jaguars will do. This is what I would do if I was in charge of the Jaguars 
heading into the 2023 NFL draft. I would be looking to trade down as Murray's trying to come hang out with us. She's trying to get in the picture. She wants to be part of the mock draft. Say hi, Murray. Looking derpy. (laughs) As I was saying before Murray interrupted me, I would trade down. If the opportunity presented itself to acquire a late day two pick, something of that ilk, I would trade down a few spots. The reason being is I think there's going to be a lot of meat left on the bone here, a lot of quality players that you're not going to have some huge drop-off between the 24th overall pick, which is where the Jaguars are currently picking, and a little bit later in the first round. And that's just my opinion on this class. So I'd be looking to drop back a little bit. And in this mock draft, I decided to do that, trading back with the Bengals to number 28 overall. And there's plenty of reason to assume that a team could want to move up uh, uh, to get to 24. There could be a, a specific sort of player that, that uh, drops a, a specific prospect, a specific position that a team really covets, that they've fallen in love with. Uh, there's always that opportunity or that possibility in the NFL draft. So I'd be looking to move down in this situation, trade it down with the Bengals, 28 overall. Um, and so you move down four spots, you pick up the 92nd overall pick in the process, third round pick from the Bengals. That'll help you. Um, fortify more of the roster it'll give you four top 100 picks instead of just three so big fan of that move and at 28 overall I get a guy who I cannot for the life of me and again this show is going to be heavily opinionated on on my beliefs in this draft because it's my what I would do mock draft I cannot for the life of me figure out why Anton Harrison is not um, valued higher than he is currently see a lot of people mocking him in the second round having second-round values on him. I think he's absolutely a first-round pick. This is a young football player, still 21 years old. This is a guy who has the size, 6'5", 315, the length you're looking for, all the athletic tools you're looking for from a starting left tackle in the NFL. He's played a lot of football at Oklahoma. I think he has some of the most advanced hands of any of the left tackles uh, in this class. Great feet. I think he can get out and move. Uh, There's certainly areas that he's going to develop at the next level, need to develop at the next level, but you can say that about every single tackle that has ever been drafted out uh, out of college, right? That's the way it is with prospects. Every prospect has room to develop, no matter how good they are. And so I'm not trying to sit here and say Anton Harrison is the... is a top overall pick, but I am trying to say I think he's an early first round pick, a guy who should be in the top 15 conversation for most people. Uh, I don't see him losing on tape in pass protection. I don't see him having a weakness uh, you know, on the outside track or, or to inside moves. Uh, I think that there's a lot of nastiness in his game. You see him finishing a lot of, uh, a lot of plays, getting guys into the dirt, burying them. And you see him, again, with really great hand usage and really great feet. And I think when you mar- marry all that stuff together, there's really no aspect of his game that I believe is missing. Some talk about his power profile. I don't see him getting bullied. I see him bullying far more often than him getting moved off his off his mark. So uh, I don't see I don't see Anton Harrison as a second round pick. I don't see him as a late first round pick. So that's why at 28 overall, I'm fired up to get him. And how does he fit with the Jaguars? Uh, in this scenario, I don't have them bringing back Jawan Taylor. 
So you've got Cam Robinson and you've got Walker Little as your two main pieces at tackle. Walker Little would assume the starting right tackle role with no Jawan Taylor in place. Cam Robinson still at left tackle. Anton Harrison comes in. He's your third tackle. He'll primarily play left tackle, uh, but he's your third tackle. And then moving forward into 2024, I think you have an opportunity there to get cheaper at left tackle and to upgrade the position because I think Anton Harrison has a lot more potential to be a higher level tackle than Cam Robinson does because I, I think Cam Robinson slightly above average tackle at this point in his career. Slightly above average starting tackle, I should say. Uh, I think he's probably around top 15 left tackles uh, in my book. So obviously not a player that that you're not a fan of. I think he's a good player. I think he helps the Jaguars win football games more often than not. But you have an opportunity to upgrade the position, to fortify the position, and to get cheaper. And, and so like in 2024, you could be starting two tackles on rookie deals a quarterback still on a rookie deal potentially. There's a lot of different ways you could do that to where you could uh, position yourself to be able to allocate a lot of resources towards other areas and be cheaper but really talented at these core positions on offense, again, at both tackle spots and at quarterback. I think that could be really exciting and cheap at running back as well with your starter still being on a, on a rookie contract, even if, it, even if it is a first-round contract, still not breaking the bank with Travis Etienne there. So yeah, I would be really, really excited to be able to grab Anton Harrison and I would take him at 24. I would take him at 15. I mean, this is a guy that I think has great value and I think fortifying the trenches is something that always makes sense early on in drafts. I think the Jaguars do that in a big way with Anton Harrison, not only in 2023 from a depth perspective and potentially competing to start at one of those spots. Um, but also just moving forward into 2024, making sure your cap situation is tenable, making sure you're not overpaying players that that could be outperformed by younger guys. And so uh, I think Anton Harrison will be fantastic. Getting into the second round, Jaguars have 56 overall in the second round. I think I'm looking to continue to fortify the trenches here, folks. And I, I know that's not always sexy or exciting for people, but uh, Keanu Benton for me, and this is a guy who, Sean, one of my guys on Twitter, one of my uh, Jags buddies, kind of ruined this pick earlier. I, 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 DM'd, I DM'd him on Twitter afterwards letting him know, you know, that's the pick. Uh, so, yeah, at 56 overall, I have the Jags taking Keanu Benton out of Wisconsin. He's a guy that uh, another guy I think is undervalued a bit. I think people are rising on him, but – I have him as a early second grade, which means in this class, I think he's every bit worthy of a late first round pick. Um, and so to get him more closer to the end of round two than the end of round one or the beginning of round two, I think it presents great value. And the reason I think he's such a good value is because he has the length that you're looking for on the interior. He has the size you're looking for on the interior. He has great athleticism for a man his size. He's six foot four, 315 pounds. We've got his official measurements from the senior bowl. What do we got here? Six foot three and a half, 312 pounds with 33 and three quarter inch arms. He's got length on the interior. He's got strength on the interior. He's got natural leverage at six, three. He's going to have 
the leverage advantage and the length advantage against a lot of interior linemen. Uh, he's got very good quickness and overall explosiveness out of his stance. Um, you can see he looks like he's about to explode out of his stance when, when he's lined up. You can just see the way he positions himself compared to some of the other guys, how much explosiveness he explosiveness explosiveness, excuse me, that he is going to have coming off of the ball. And so I think Keanu Benton, how does he fit with the Jaguars? I think he's a guy that can come in and very quickly be a three-down defensive lineman for them. And no, you're not going to want him to play all three downs all the time. You want to keep your guys fresh. You want to rotate, obviously. But he's going to have that type of skill set. And I think uh, he'll be able to be a, a really impressive run stuffer. And I think he's going to be a, a gap penetrator, a guy who can shoot gaps, a guy who can win with his arsenal of hand moves that he already has, club, swim. Um, he can stack those and counter you and, and really get into the backfield quickly. You've seen that throughout his tape at Wisconsin. You've seen that at the Senior Bowl. I think you're going to see some impressive results from him as well. Uh, at the combine, I think he has the potential to be a very special player who can do everything for you on the defensive line. And I think he has a chance to, at some point in his rookie year, be the Jaguars' best interior defensive lineman out of him. Um, um, Roy Robertson Harris, who has just extended Devon Hamilton and even Foley Fatu Kasi, I think Keanu Benton could very quickly be one of the very best that the Jaguars have on their interior. And I think he would really help the linebackers as well because he would help help keep them clean. I think that the Jaguars' interior defensive line didn't always do a good job of doing that in 2022. Next up, we've got another one of my guys, uh, wide receiver Cedric Tillman out of Tennessee. When you look at Cedric Tillman, you look at his fit with the Jaguars, a lot of people are like, you're really going to go get another wide receiver this early? And I'm like, yes, I am. I'm going to go get a guy who is going to replace Marvin Jones in our lineup because Marvin Jones is probably moving on, you know, being up there in age, being a guy who can probably find a bigger role elsewhere. Um, bringing Cedric Tillman in to fulfill his role, I think you could potentially be looking at an upgrade. From an athleticism standpoint, I think you are looking at an upgrade. Cedric Tillman's six foot three, two 215 pounds. He has long arms. He has a filled-out frame, but... For that size, he's also got some really nice twitch, some nice quickness, and I think some nice long speed overall. I think he's going to end up running sub 4, 540, probably leaping about 40 inches. He looks like a great athlete on tape. He catches everything thrown his way. He has a 5% drop rate um, throughout the course of his career. His contested catch rate is above 50%. This is a guy who just makes a lot of sense, and I think there would be more buzz on him if he wasn't suffering through a little bit of a injury-plagued final year at Tennessee, but still on tape when you watch the guy. I think has a chance to be a special player, and as, as, as the role he would be fulfilling in 2023 would be that Marvin Jones role, I think it would be perfect for him, a perfect way to uh, kind of indoct indoctrinate him into the NFL, and then you can expand on that role moving forward because I do think he has the athletic ability to be more than that. So he's your first third round pick. And again, because you traded down to 28 overall, you've also got number 92 here and we've still got DJ Turner on the board out of Michigan. This is a guy who I think has legit four, three speed. He doesn't have great size. I think he's going to be five ten, five eleven, close to 200 pounds though. A uh, guy that has, 
the right temperament, the right attitude. I think he has really good feet, really uh, fluid hips to to flip and, and carry receivers downfield. I think he can definitely play in the slot for you. I think he brings that type of physicality and quickness to the position. Uh, overall, I just think he's too much of a value to pass on if he's available in the third round to you because, again, the speed, the tenacity with which he plays, and just the overall quick fit, uh, foot quickness and hip fluidity, it's just uh, uh, really – it's a guy who should be a second-round pick, in my opinion, at the very worst. And I think he's going to test out of his mind in a lot of ways at the Combine. So I'd be fired up to get him at 92 overall out of Michigan, DJ Turner. Next up, we've got another member for the secondary. Jair Brown, safety out of Penn State. I think he projects to be more of a strong safety at the next level. Uh, he doesn't always make the right, take the right angles from from depth, he doesn't always uh, doesn't always take the right the right or have the right man in coverage. But he is a playmaker, and he's a hard hitter, and he's a guy who I think the best football is still in front of him. The longer he gets in the same system, I think you look at Jair Brown, and he could be a guy who could start for you maybe in year two, year three, uh, depending on how you decide to handle that safety position, and and. In the meantime, provide great depth and be a special teams player. He's a guy that loves the physical part of the game. Big, big hitter, a very strong, uh, impressive overall player in my opinion, and, and a guy who shouldn't be available on day three. And I feel the same way about the next guy who comes in on the interior defensive line. Where we got Keanu Benton earlier, uh, we're looking at more Ojomo here out of Texas. Keanu Benton can be everything that you want on the defensive interior. And I think Moro Ojomo has some of that to him, but he's more of that interior penetrator. 293 pounds at the East-West Shrine game, 6'2 and a half, and most impressively, 34 and 3 8 inch arms. His length advantage on the interior shows up on tape consistently. You can consistently see those arms getting inside of the, of the uh, offensive linemen and immediately giving... Mora Ojomo a, an advantage to start the rep. And from there, he's able to use his quickness, his hand moves, and, um, and really shoot into the backfield a lot and make, and make a ton of plays. I think he's a good athlete. I think he's got great length. He's, he's a player. I don't know why there aren't more people fired up about him. I have a day two grade on him. Getting him here in, in the fourth round, I think, would be absolutely awesome for the Jaguars. And the reason I think you can take so many interior defensive linemen in this class. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. You you do have Roy Robertson Harris under contract for a while, right? But Foley Fatu Kasi, if he continues to play the way he played in 2022, are you really going to want to continue to pay him $10 million per year? You can get out of that contract after 2023 uh, and save some cap space. And then Devon Hamilton, he's on an expiring contract in 2023, the final year of his rookie deal. So there's potentially a lot of attrition that could happen at the interior defensive line spot for the Jaguars, and that's why I'm so keen on adding some of these guys. And I'm also keen on it because I think they're talented football players that shouldn't be available at the spots that I'm drafting them. So moving down here, we're, we're at 185 now, and I've got Payne Durham coming off the board, a tight end out of Purdue you look at bringing Evan Ingram back, he's your number one guy. You're not going to go draft another tight end in the top couple rounds. But you still need to fill out that depth chart, right? Uh, Chris Manhurts is a free agent. Um, Dan Arnold is a free agent. So all you've got is Evan Ingram and, and Luke Farrell from a, from a perspective of guys that have any legitimate experience. And so you want to continue to fill that out. I think Payne Durham out of Purdue gives you a guy who can give you some receiving uh, and some blocking and line up in line and lined up in the slot. He's not a tremendous athlete, but I do think he has a little bit of twitch at the top of his route. But the most impressive thing about him as a receiver is just his, his overall catch radius and, and, and his hands. He caught everything thrown his way during the final day of the senior bowl. You go back and watch his tape. They consistently turn to him in critical situations at Purdue, uh, despite having a lot of other talent on the field. And so I think you look at his size, and I'll pull up his exact measurements for you from the Senior Bowl. Uh, his size is just really impressive, and, and his catch radius and the quality of his hands. He just was not letting anything hit the ground. And yeah, his official measurements from the Senior Bowl: six foot five, two hundred fifty-eight pounds, thirty-three and a quarter inch arms, nine and a half inch hands. 80 and, a half, 80 and three quarters wingspan. All of those numbers are really impressive. And when you add that to a guy who will block for you, a guy who will catch everything, do the dirty work, I think you've got a valuable uh, late round tight end in Payne Durham and a guy who I value more at the end of day two, beginning of day three, than all the way down here. Uh, but that's the way the board fell. And, and the next player, I would not be surprised at all to see him available. Here at 202 overall, it's running back Muhammad Ibrahim out of Minnesota, uh, another another player who is undervalued. I'm going to consistently say that. 
I see a ton of value in what Mo Ibrahim can bring because he is a super talented sort of Damian Pierce type of rusher. I don't think he has the same upside as Pierce Pierce did coming out of Florida. I don't think he has quite the same explosiveness and second gear as Pierce, but I do think he runs in the same manner. I do think he has a lot of the same vision and power and contact balance. And when you add that to a running back room that has Travis Etienne with that speed, that has Jamichael Hasty with that speed, and then you complement that with him and, and, and Snoop Connor, the rookie from 2022, you've got a more diverse and complete backfield. And Mo Ibrahim, he's the type of guy that I think when you're late, late in the year, December, January, maybe even February, he's helping you close out football games because he is taking the will out of the opposing defense. And uh, I think that's a big deal. I think that's something that right now the Jaguars haven't shown that they have. You know, Travis Etienne, great runner, but you don't want to just use him as a battering ram. You want to get him in space. Mo Ibrahim, exact opposite. And I think that's a really valuable uh, thing. And, you know, maybe they feel good enough about Connor to not address it. But I'll tell you what, I have a much higher valuation on Mo Ibrahim coming out than I did Snoop Connor. No offense to Snoop, who I do like and I do think is going to be a valuable asset to this team. I just think Ibrahim is a lot more talented runner. And then finally here, two more picks. We've got Chandler Zavala out of NC State, the interior offensive lineman, who was at the East-West Shrine Bowl, I believe. Or maybe he was at, no, not either. Either way, this is a guy out of NC State who is an old school ass kicker. He looks the part. Uh, he He's just never, never gets beat. Never gets beat on tape. Um, he doesn't really necessarily come off as this super athletic, you know, great mover in space, first round pick. But he comes off as a guy that is not going to lose a lot of reps for you and is going to fortify the interior of your offensive line at guard. And he actually was at the East West Shrine game, excuse me. So six foot three and a, and a quarter, uh, 322 pounds, 33-inch arms on the interior, very impressive. Again, that length allows you to uh, have, the, have the advantage to start the rep. And then hands, 10 and 3 eighths, big, big hands, nice wingspan. Chandler Zavala, not an elite athlete, but a good enough athlete and a guy who has a big-time anchor, isn't going to lose in pass protection, will create space in the run game for your runners. So um, I just – another one. I have him as a day day two type of player, and he's now available down here. And a lot of these guys, the way I'm slotting them, I'm not just trying to take the best available player. I'm trying to be somewhat realistic about it. I think there's a chance that each of these players that that I've picked are available where I've picked them unless they start picking up more steam, which they should. So we'll see how it ends up playing out. But the reason I think Chandler's of all makes sense beyond his skill set is you've got Ben Barch and Tyler Shatley who are both going to be on expiring contracts in 2023. So you want to fortify that interior offensive line and you want to get guys that are talented to protect Trevor Lawrence. Uh, I think bringing in Anton Harrison, bringing in Chandler Zavala goes a long way towards doing that. 
And then finally, I'm adding another member of the Texas defensive line and Keandre Coburn, another defensive tackle. You're like, really? Three defensive tackles? Again, there could be a lot of attrition here. And I think the Jack and even Corey Peters, a guy that's not mentioned enough because what he did down the stretch for the Jaguars was nothing short of amazing. Uh, you could be losing him as well. So I think a lot of attrition at that defensive tackle, interior defensive line spot. Um, so Keandre Coburn comes in, does not have great length, does not have great size, so probably not a Trent Balky pick, right? But he has good natural leverage um, and consistently wins with hand moves and you know, swipes, swims, clubs, rips. Consistently gets in the backfield both as a pass rusher and as a run defender. So you're talking about giving me that in a in a in a package that might not be perfect in terms of size, but you're talking about giving me that skill set at this point in the draft, at the very end of the draft, I'll take it all day. And he he was at the East West Shrine game. He played well. Uh, he's six foot one, three hundred forty four pounds. This is a big big boy who again I think can really get after the passer and create. Um, uh, create disruption in the backfield against the run. But again, only 31 and a half inch arms, not ideal. So that's why he's available at this point. And I think there's a good chance he could be available at this point when the draft actually rolls around. But I'd be happy to, to, to add him to the squad in the seventh round. And so fired up about this draft. I think it would be a home run of a draft because you'd be getting a future starter at tackle. And in the meantime, a, a third tackle, assuming Jawan Taylor walks. And I'm not trying to say I assume Jawan is walking. I'm just saying that's kind of where it's leaning at this point is, is kind of how it's looking is Evan Ingram is going to be the one that they prioritize bringing back. But we'll see how it all plays out. I hope the Jaguars do find a way to bring Jawan back. But right now for this exercise, we're, we're saying Jawan's not back. So Anton Harrison coming in at the 28th overall pick after trading down and acquiring another third rounder. I love that value. Benton comes in and fortifies your defensive line and, and I think gives you your best opportunity at having a really high-impact defensive tackle. Um, you know, one of those guys that might be a, a Pro Bowl type of defensive tackle. I think Keanu Bitten certainly has that within him. Cedric Tillman, Marvin Jones replacement, but he upgrades your athleticism at the position. I think he might upgrade your hands at the position as well. I know Marvin Jones had tremendous hands, but Cedric Tillman didn't drop anything and he he had a high contested catch rate. So, Big fan of his game coming out of Tennessee. DJ Turner, he might run in the 4-2s. I think he has definitely legit 4-3 speed. He has enough size for me. He has the right mindset, right attitude. And he just has, I mean, finding guys that have his level of foot quickness, uh, hip fluidity, and makeup speed, it can be rare. And I think DJ Turner has, has a lot that you're looking for. Jair Brown, I think with a little bit of development, could be a very nice starting strong safety in the NFL. Mora Ajomo, you, you bring him in out of Texas, and he's that interior penetrator that, that you're looking for, kind of a guy in the Roy Robertson-Harris mold, but maybe a little bit better traits. You know, great length, great natural leverage, great explosiveness. Um, Payne Durham, kind of a do-it-all tight end for you out of Purdue who catches everything. Mo, Mo Ibrahim, your battering ram to end games, you know, kind of your 
your Isaiah Pacheco, who he does not have Isaiah Pacheco's speed. I'm not trying to say that here. But a guy you can hand the football to that's going to consistently break tackles, that's going to consistently fight for yards. That's Mo Ibrahim for you right there. And the reason he's available so late is because he has a ton of tread on his tires. Uh, he got he got I don't I don't know how many carries I think over a thousand career carries in college and certainly a thousand career touches but uh, a guy who on his first contract in the NFL you bring him in you use him the way Minnesota used him and he's gonna pay dividends for you Chandler Zavala for, further fortifies that interior offensive line kind of gets you uh, ready for the you know potential departure of of a Tyler Shatley or a Ben Barch or both who are both on expiring contracts. And then again, Keandre Coburn, who we just talked about. The one last thing I did want to say about this draft, about one of these guys, Moro Ojomo, born in Nigeria, um, moved over to the United States. He was ahead of everyone from a grade perspective. He was two grades ahead. So he actually enrolled at Texas at 16 years old. So he's been part of the Texas football program since he was 16. So even though he's been there since since then, uh, he's only 21 years old. He's still a young prospect. He's still uh, got, got, I think, his best football ahead of him. And again, with his traits, uh, with his, um, he's just such a smart guy. If you if you listen to him talk or, or anything like that, you can just tell he's very thoughtful, uh, well spoken young man. And I think that he he could have his best football in front of him. He's a, he's the type of player and person I would be really excited to have in my locker room. And I think a lot of these guys fit that bill. And I know the Jaguars are wanting to keep their locker room kind of at at, at the place where it currently is which is a lot of great leadership so you don't necessarily want to bring in a ton of guys that might upset the apple cart I feel like a lot of these players would come in and be football first you know football is family type of thing and and come in and kind of assimilate very quickly so that's going to do it here for my pre-combine seven round uh, what I would do mock draft Hope y'all y'all enjoyed it as much as I did. I always enjoy doing these things. I don't want to jam them down your throat too often because, again, we should really be focusing on what we expect the Jaguars to do, not what I would personally do. But I have a lot of fun doing this. It's a lot of fun looking back at these later on like, oh, that was a big whiff or, or, or anything like that or if I got a guy right. So I enjoy doing them. I hope you guys enjoyed Uh, running through this mock draft with me. We'll be back with more Jaguars content later this week. Thank you so much for tuning in to Duval Daily. You can hit me up on Twitter at Jordan DeLugo, Generation Jaguar at Generation Jag. You can also hit that like and subscribe button on YouTube, notification bell so you don't miss a show. If you listen instead of watch on YouTube, you can also, uh, if you will, on your podcast platform of choice, hit that subscribe button and give us a give us a kind review. We really appreciate it. Thank you so much for tuning in. Have a great rest of your Tuesday. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. You just take your shot. It doesn't feel like you're on a diet. What I wasn't expecting it to do was to shut off the food noise. This was life-altering, and if I can do it, I feel like anybody can do it. 
And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.